Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Yes, 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 yes. It's Ramesh Ranganathan. Hip-hop saved my life. How are you? You good? Um, I've just been on Twitter finding out that Morrissey fans are all fucking wankers. Uh, hope you're good. Today's episode of Hip Hop Saved My Life is with Sarah Pascoe, who is not a hip hop expert, but is wanting to get into it. I've been trying to get into hip hop for a while, um, and she's become a fan. She is a good friend of mine, and she's very intelligent and funny, so it's good. She also brought in um, vegan Baileys, which is called, what is it called? Almond? And uh, we drunk it all during the podcast and got drunk. So I think you can tell we're drunk. And I think it made for a better episode. I really do. The other thing I need to tell you is the other person that was on this podcast is not Rumage. It was actually Ben Green. Uh, and the reason for that is is because Rumage's missus uh, had gone into labour uh, on the day that we recorded this podcast. And now they've had the baby. So that's exciting, isn't it? They decided to call it Romesh, which uh, is amazing. What an honour for me. The baby's white, which... I'm sure Rumage was hoping for, not in a racist way, but obviously he's a dad, isn't he? So send a tweet to him. So that's great news. What else to tell you? Oh, yeah, three album recommendations for you uh, for this week. My first one is Murs, Strange Journey into the Unimaginable. It's a great album. I love Murs. I don't know how many of you have listened to Murs, but it's great. I love his style. There's a track on it uh, about, what's it called? Superhero Pool Pie, which is sort of like... Um, it's a bit like Gangster's Fairy Tale. Do you remember off Ice Cube's first album, where he just talks about a load of superheroes turning up to a pool party? And I don't understand why you'd write a song like that, but it's good anyway. Uh, the other album I really like is Prof, Pookie Baby. Uh, now, Prof is somebody who I actually heard on the Murs album, and he's just put out Pookie Baby, and it's great, man. It's like, he's not like uh, a technical. Uh, spitter, but he's just like got a wicked personality and the album's funny and my favourite track of it is probably Action at the moment but I've only started listening to it and the last album recommendation for this week is uh, Logic Bobby Tarantino 2 I really love it man Logic is uh, he's like sort of uh, if you look up any of his coverage of Logic he's like a celeb but a celebby celeb not a rapper celeb like he does YouTube videos and shit and I think he was like married to he was married to he just got divorced uh, from like some YouTube uh, star so anyway fuck what knows why I've gone into that level of detail but anyway so Sarah Pascoe Rippers Had a Baby Logic Murs Prof those are all great albums this is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast thank you for listening to the podcast hope you enjoy the podcast now sit back cause it's time for the podcast Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Um, I am, uh, well, my uh, partner today is on the podcast is not Rumaj because Rumaj, as we speak, is having a baby. Well, he texts me saying his fiance's in labour right now. He's so, lost his my gain. 
Yes, and so Ben, as Ben Green is here, very excited, both because Rumad's having a baby and because Rumad becoming a father has now opened the door for you to join this podcast. It's, great. it's a fucking great day for you, isn't it? I feel like he can't be available much, surely, if he wants to be a good dad. Yeah. That's the last. We'll That's what I think. I think it, actually, I think what we're talking about here is the end of reimagine this podcast I'm so glad this is happening to men now because it's always happened to women <laughs> you had a baby because we've got yeah. a replacement <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so how are you Ben yeah alright got back um, from uh, America on Tuesday so I've only just got back do you deliberately um, say America and not LA yes. because it sounds less wanky well, I sometimes go Hollywood. I got no, back. No, I don't. No, um, but yeah, no, it's it's not something you, you want to shout. But yeah, I uh, had a bad uh, time at the last day because I was packing. Up, I had a lot of shit because I was there for eight months, mm. and I had a bit of a. Ben's very successful. He's been working in Los Angeles for eight months. Yeah, Thanks. carry on. But yeah, um, and I had this um, moment with the landlady that I. That, yeah, well, I wasn't sure whether I was in the right or wrong. Right. But what bas- happened? But basically. Uh, there was so they they've got a dishwasher. Oh fuck, mate! And why do you always talk about a dishwasher? Well, no, but this, this is real, and this is not a piss Okay, tape. fine. And it was leaking. Right. And it was coming out all over. The, every wake up every morning, and there'd be like like liquid all over the floor. And so I know what leaking is, mate. Yeah. Was it leaking the whole time that you were renting the house? For a few months. Right. And had you reported this up? I thought, well, she's coming to move back in, so I thought I need to get it fixed because she's moving back in. The so landlady broke the dishwasher. Well, this I didn't know what was happening. I didn't think it was my fault. Okay. And so anyway, so she, the guy calls. By the way, our guest is Sarah Pascoe, and she she you know, is I'm looking. In the of something. She okay. looks absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what? I've, I've got that. This is a prank, isn't it? You just took about a long, long story about a dishwasher at the end of the hour. Yeah. Go see you later. Thanks for coming in. Um, Sarah, anyway, feel free to oh. chip in on this dishwasher pattern. Well, firstly, want. it's oh. never your fault. Like if something what that exists mean? in the flat or the place that you're hiring goes wrong, that's their responsibility. Yeah, but not if. It, what if he's broken the dishwasher? No, you've used the dishwasher. Did you? I've used the dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. That's not breaking it. Well. Um, so oh, is it there was, a twist? Well, I, as much as there can be. Um, so uh, they called like a maintenance guy and he's out there and he comes out and he's fixing it. Oh my God, it's a pornography. <laughs> <laughs> I just worked out this was going. That's why it was leaking all over the floor. Then the guy turns up. Yeah, he started to use that kind of yeah. little subtle innuendo. Yeah, carry on. And uh, he's like... He's, he's from Mexico, the guy. Okay, don't... This is a porno. Don't be this is a very porno. fucking <laughs> careful what happens what do you mean? now. Well, well, he just, said, is it, obviously you've said that he's me, he's from Mexico for a reason. Yeah, is it is it? No, important? just that's just giving a bit of colour to the story. Okay. Oh, okay. A bit of colour. Okay. Excuse me, <laughs> we don't use that language anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. So, finally, someone on here that realises what year it is. Anyway, go on. And uh, he basically said, "Oh, there must be a problem with the detergent you're using." Right. Anyway, the, the landlord had been waiting for the guy the guy to call him, so he suddenly turns up, and basically what I. You've got to work on this story moment. for the next time you tell it. Sure, mate. thanks. Okay. What I realised at that moment is that I had been using um, washing machine. Oh, oh, my God. And it had, like, over <laughs> and it had blocked up the, the entire thing. And then, so then the landlord turns up and he's there and the guy's there and they're trying to work out and I didn't know what to do and whether got, to come the clean. the repairman's going, oh, no, you put washing powder in the dishwasher, man. 
This is going to be a fucking nightmare, mate. But he didn't know. I didn't say anything. Yeah. I kept quiet. I just didn't oh, just say said, anything. Just, Did you, but, yeah, but you're yeah. not very good at hiding. Like, your head, even now as you tell the story, <laughs> I feel really your hot. face has yeah. changed colour. Yeah, I feel very guilty. hot. See, I'm actually secretly glad about this. Not that you've had to go through something so traumatic, yeah. but because I've always thought they're the same things. They just charge you more for the dishwasher no. one. So I'm actually glad to know that they are different. No, uh, no it was bad. And, like, yeah, I, it now makes How sense. How did you make that mistake? Coming out of the side of the dishwasher. It wasn't just, like... So, dude, when that happens once, do you not think there's a problem that needs addressing? Yeah. So you just left it for months. But the glasses were clean. And your plates didn't taste of washing powder. <laughs> Fine. So they, yeah, you so can get use it. Starters, okay. You can use oh, okay. it, but it, but you have to treat your dishwasher as disposable. And your flooring. Right. Okay. <laughs> so what happened? Have you had to pay out for it? No, because I just said it's the actually, problem. Actually, you actually fucking you haven't said anything. No, that's why I didn't know whether I should. Oh I've my been thinking God. about it ever since. That Shit, is the man. But yeah, do I need to? I don't but, know. But Sarah, actually, you're quite morally yeah. sound, aren't you? Oh, Sarah, do you think? Oh, so I was gonna say that's a really good. If you want to just, you've got an enemy where you want to like get them yeah. but you don't want them to know using the wrong tablet in their dishwasher knowing it's going to create havoc yeah yeah, but I don't it's think really doing nice. it once you can't do it once and then leave like <laughs> okay, well, you could just change over you could, into the, the box in the cupboard you could put do all of the wash it yeah just swap over oh I see oh I see you actually yes. what you're saying but I think what you said is probably true most people would stop after the first time they see foam yeah. I think if there, if there were suds or... leaking out of the machine yeah. I would go yeah. something needs and that's me who's fucking like laissez-faire in the extreme. Yeah. I, I think I would do something. So about don't it. complain. I'll tell well, I don't think now, no. To, now it's too no, late. You can't no. go, I want also, something it, just occurred yeah, to me. It's a genuine For eight error. months I've been using washing powder in the dishwasher. Yeah. You can't do that now. You're, that's dumb. You just got to hope they don't listen to this podcast, mate. I think we're safe. It's now. big it, with the Mexicans, though, in Los Angeles. <laughs> Your Mexican so good luck. accent is really intriguing. Because <laughs> I'd heard you were a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bit where we introduce our guest. We are joined, but I'm delighted to say that we are joined by Sarah Pascoe. I'm delighted. Today. How are you, Sarah? Yeah, I'm really good, thank so you. So a lot of shit to unpack about your arrival today. First okay. of all, you're rocking different hair. Yeah, I think is I'm a having story? a white woman midlife, midlife crisis. So you've got some pink a, and blue. A pink and blue mermaid hair, and yeah. um, I'm going to India. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. For eight days in a couple of weeks on time. your own yeah on my own to do what well the, when you apply for a visa to go to india yeah. the first box you tick is where you live and when you say britain it goes you're going on a yoga retreat <laughs> and you go yeah is that what you're doing yeah so what does that mean does that mean i know what a yoga mm. retreat means yeah. but like does that is it like super strict and well they're all different so you kind of go for the kind of thing you want i'm really late delivering my book and so it's the kind of thing where you go it's quite good to have a place with no internet where someone else is doing the meals but you do have classes and there's other people so right. you're not like on a mountain by yourself so you're going to write your book well yeah do writing but i do really like yoga as well how much of the book have you got left today? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bulk. <laughs> I've got the front cover designed. Sweet, sweet, <laughs> Penciled sweet. it out, yeah. Um, and also, you came with a box of stuff yeah, that you so, got from your agent. So you didn't get from your agent. Yeah, I collected from agent? her. Yeah, so you get sent things. You must get this lots as well. So I people... I've never got stuff as nice as what you've... Well, they, what you that means that your agents are taking, the good, taking the good stuff. I can't I'm imagine they're taking vegan products, are they? I d oh, I don't know. Is there not one in the office? No. Is there not? No. Well, uh, by nice, you, you, she did get a tofu press. I mean, I don't know that's how, like, how yeah. shit is the stuff you're getting. <laughs> well, like, I, got, I get like a bag of like something they found in a vacuum cleaner at like a cereal factory. Yeah, I've had a lot of seeds. Have you had that? A lot of seeds. So seed, many seed seeds. Shakers. And also, so one of the packets of seeds 
that I received, I put in the cupboard and thought I'll eat them at yeah. some point. Never did. And then they sprouted in the packet and started like Whoa. fucking trying to get out. Oh, I had a really good thing happen to me though. Again, <laughs> and at yoga. So two weeks ago, um, a man was coming in to do um, non-heated yoga, but he picked up a hot yoga mat. And mm. I said, oh, that's the wrong mat. I gave him another one. He Facebooked me afterwards. He runs Om Chocolate and then sent me a box of free Om Chocolate, which is oh the best God. vegan chocolate. Yeah. And he was just like, thank you so much for helping me. And here's all this... That every different flavour. Oh fuck you! Anyway, you've yeah. come with uh, you've come with vegan Baileys. Yeah, and, and you you've drunk even, yours. I've drunk mine because I was. That's what I was When I was, I was listening excited. to the dishwasher story, I was like, "This would be better if I was drunk." That <laughs> <laughs> was my thought. Okay, so you've drunk. I'm going to refill though. Okay, yeah. fine. I'm allowed Before to have a we drink one. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's warm. So are we allowed? It is warm. I would say initially it looks quite thin. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it might be slightly runnier. It's runnier. So okay. basically, it's Bailey's but with almond milk rather than cream. Cool. So that's what it is. It looks like milk. I I don't think I'm the best person to give an official verdict on this I because will. I'm actually. Ve- but do you want to try it and tell me what you think? Should we cheers and yeah, make a noise? Cheers. Yeah. Nice. Can I we, cheers as well? Sure. We well, can do. You can cheers your second glass yeah. of it. Yeah. Sure. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's all right, isn't it? It's all right. Yeah. 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 It's nice. nice. It's vegan Bailey's. <laughs> Sarah, it's very nice to have you on the podcast. Hey, it's nice to be here. I didn't expect it to be in such a professional-looking room. It's not it's normally. It's so bright, isn't it? It's, uh... it's not yeah. normally. Cause I, when, and when, I was, when we were in America, Ben and I did a few episodes of it, and yeah. we literally did it in a bedroom mm-hmm. with, like, shit I found. So this is big. And it's for you. And in how, did, how, did you how did you two meet each other? Ben and I worked first worked together on Asian Provocateur. Oh, yeah? Ben is well, not true. And we oh, did do fuck. that. Oh, fuck, yeah, sorry. Uh, 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 Ramesh auditioned for me first time. Uh, don't, dude, but, yeah. the, the way you word shit sorry. auditioned for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, hold on. Like, <laughs> who was directing it and who came in to get a part? Yeah, but you're, you're, like, you're, t- you're acting yeah. like I'm fucking Oliver Twist turning up. I'm like, please, sir, can I have a part? I auditioned. I didn't even know you, you were directing. I didn't even like that. I, <laughs> have you heard was, his Mexican accent? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was rude, apparently. Oh, so well, like, it wasn't that was your first impression. I just went. You did his read. I can't imagine you being rude. Were you, <laughs> really? ner- were you nervous? I don't know. I'm quite intimidating. But he yeah. uh, he did his read, and like I, it was a good read, wasn't it? it? Well. I went up. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you've done, you've you know done. Sarah's done a very accomplished actor. Exactly, and so like I also I remember doing like commercials and stuff, mm. and I always feel very awkward as a person watching because they're coming and doing ridiculous stuff, yeah. and you feel like I always feel like I've got to say something or yeah. give something because a lot of people just sit there and write notes and it's don't. It's true, and, like, but actually, flat it's face. a thin. It's a it's a thin. It's, you have to be careful because as oh. an actor, when they're too nice, you think you've Did got it. Did you struggle it. with thin line there? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> also I knew it was the thick wrong end word. Of the wedge, yeah, yeah, they don't try to think end of the wedge. It's like none of these. The thin blue line. Bailey's, Marcus grasp of language. What is this thin <laughs> phrase that I'm looking for? It's a dodgy area. Um, <laughs> it's careful because I have a thing, because obviously as a performer, when you are auditioning, you're always reading how am I doing? And there are some people, because it makes them feel so uncomfortable, especially actually people who've acted themselves, who are lovely to you. Like, more bailers. Yeah. And they're like, oh, thank you so much for coming. Oh my God, this is so great. Yeah, I'll see you soon. And you're like, got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got it. Well, I think yeah. I'm definitely guilty of that because I feel the whole thing's so awkward. Mm. I tend to tell everyone they've got it. And, yeah. and, 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 like, <laughs> that's, that's the best way to avoid any confidence. Bad, bad and then just get yeah. the casting director to call back later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I just went up to Rom afterwards and went, mate, that was great. That was really, really funny. Mm. And Rom just said, yeah, that's what I was going for. 
I don't remember that, yeah. and it doesn't sound like the sort of thing I would do. It, it sounds exactly it does, like it does you. If, no, <laughs> if you were joking, that's yeah. one right. of that's like like, and I always, even when I think about it, I laugh the way you sometimes say, "It's nice to be here," when that's the first thing you say when you go on stage. Mm. <laughs> and the joke is how grumpily you say that. Yeah, I can imagine you saying that. Yeah, but you know, that's on stage. Maybe. It's a bit of social decorum in a you know, normal okay, environment. Right, okay. This is, okay, we've gone off track here. Sure. So, yeah, but but yeah, the, what was the job it? and did we, you get it? The first well, time it never you happens. met. It never happened. But you would have got it. Do you think so? Oh, no, no, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time we met. And then yeah. we did Asian Rock. Here's a little bit that you like to call. How do you get into hip-hop? Okay, so hip-hop. Okay. Now, I should qualify Sarah's position on hip-hop because you're not coming into this podcast as we had a chat about this didn't we because yes. I, I we're friends yeah. we're good friends yeah. and I love, you, I love you and I wanted you to come on the podcast and you said I'm not sure about coming on the podcast well can I so can I say so yeah. for anyone listening uh I I in my head the, the people who listen to your podcast are cool <laughs> cool right. people right who are um uh younger than me yeah. and obviously very passionate about hip-hop music and probably other kinds of music whereas I am um, very not only like very white but also I don't really like music in general whoa yeah you don't like music in general yes so, <laughs> so here's the story. Okay. So, so, so for, for your listeners, and I really hope that we can still find areas that are interesting to talk about. I want to learn about stuff, but my dad is a musician, right? And I think and my dad's a jazz musician, but I think part of my rebellion as a child was just to be like, "Oh God, music's on!" and like not want to hear it. Right, and my right, dad, right. like, he dedicated his life. He's still alive. He's dedicating his life to the saxophone. He still practices for about nine or ten hours a day. So, if you've ever heard someone. Rehearsing a saxophone, no. like it's diabolical. And now, oh, I should have said that. He's very skillful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, uh, that, do you know why it's done that? Because yeah. uh, saxophone players, small in number but militant. Yeah, no. you don't want to. You don't yeah. want to upset that group. The weird muscles they've had from like using a reed instrument <laughs> reverberate through their body. <laughs> he, um, he's a lecturer in Australia, and he teaches jazz improvisation, which I think is the worst sound. Like right. it's the worst noise you've ever heard. The thing I don't get about yeah. it is I don't understand when it's good. What I mean by yeah. that is you could play me you could you could play me one that's absolute dog shit mm. and one that's mm. incredible, and I wouldn't be able to say which one is which. I mean, yeah. because, and I'm not faulting no, it, improvisation. You have, no, it's like you have to learn a language. Like I've never understood opera or ballet, but I do trust, and the same with jazz. That you, there are motifs that once you know them, you hear them, you see them everywhere, and I'm sure that's something that happens with age. We then go, oh, now I'm into this thing I thought yeah. I'd never understand. But I kind of switched off from music, and also my mum. This is terrible. So my mum, my, my dad left when I was seven. She used to have a nice cry to music, right? So at the whole time we were growing up, so she, what she would do. My mum isn't a massive drinker, as and she's a lightweight, but she, she would drink very quickly, so it would hit her fast. Nice. Put on some Van Morrison and have right. a nice cry. So, like my both of my influences for music were horrible. But it's, it's unusual because most people they'll hear the music their parents are listening to and they'll yeah. either love it yeah. or they rebel against it by listening to a different type of yes. music. Yeah. How you've rebelled against it is yeah. by not listening to well, music. Well, actually, I did rebel. I just love Take That. Right. Right. And only listens to Take That. Okay. So that's what I did. And also, like, that's my dad would consider that not music. Right. Because it's manufactured. Yeah. But, but okay, so are you a Take That fan now? Yeah. 
And are you a fan of this? Every, if anyone is still listening to this podcast, <laughs> like, are you yeah. are you a fan? Are you a fan of their solo stuff? No, I guess what they represent something for me. So actually, probably what I do have, like lots of people with music, is that thing where certain things are so nostalgic, you get part of your childhood back right. or part of your adolescence. Well, back isn't that how? Aren't we all yes. locked into what we yeah. listen to yeah. between sixteen and twenty-four? Yeah. Is it, well, well, and also memories in general. There's this thing. Um, so during adolescence. In psychology, the theory goes that that's when you have to learn the most about the world because you go from a very small environment to the world at large and then you'll ne- nothing will ever be so visceral ever again. Like, you can't help it. Right. So, hold on. Do you like... I'm trying to remember uh, Robbie Williams' Rootbox and also his rap oh my in God. Rock DJ. Well, this is a thing. I... Yeah, Can we drop do that you reckon, Do you reckon it is hip-hop? Me with the floor show, kicking with your torso Boys getting high and the girls even more so Wave your hands if you're not with a man Can I kick it? Yes, you can! I got, you got, we got everybody I got the gift, gonna stick it in the goal It's time to move your body so, uh, so, Roadbox so is, is Robbie Williams Yeah making a tribute to hip-hop yeah. by insulting its culture. Well, the thing is, because, but you know, remember when he got sued? Because the thing is, his the rhymes that he uses, the words that he uses are... Mm, terrible. Well, no. it's better than any stand-up Sorry. comedy I've ever seen. Like, right. it, you, like, it's so hilarious. And then he got sued by a fridge magnet company. Do you remember this? No. Because no. he was writing... By there's his fridge poems. There's all you get a box of magnetic words and you yeah. move them around. Right. He was using those to write the raps and the songs. And then you look at them, and go, "Yep." <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it was like conservatory. <laughs> but they said yeah. that Bowie used to take pieces of paper out of. Yeah. Of, is that that different? I suppose. No, which is what, like, hold on, where's he taking pieces of paper? Out of his pocket. A bag or oh, a pocket. Yeah, and it's like um, lots of writers used to do like that like Beckett and things. Yeah. Out, um, yeah. Words from the yeah, newspaper like and leave them. Thank you. But so yeah, it's just to generate. So it isn't. It isn't as crazy, but it's not. But I, do you not do you not write stand up like that sometimes? Like you're trying to get, if you're trying to break out of the yeah. usual shit. Because me, what is it? Yeah. All I talk about is kids and being brown. Yeah. So then sometimes you think I'm being oh, fat. I'm being fat, yeah. And then you sort of think well, I must. I need to talk about something else. So then you yeah. look up something, and then you see the word pumpkin, and you go, I'm going to try and write 20 minutes on yes. that. Yeah. Do you not do that? No. I, I, I don't try it as forced as that anymore. I think the really nice thing about. No, stuff slowing do you know what happened? Is yeah. Sarah hesitated because she doesn't do that. Yeah, I but she didn't want to upset me. Yeah, it's so no, nice. No, what I was going to say is that I remember whenever you do group writing with other people, and then you go, I just, and someone else gives you a thing, then you do try and write, and write stuff about it, and it is, and it is good for that. Okay. So, but so, so Robbie Williams rapping, but then also in the Spice Girls, sometimes when Scary mm. Spice would rap, and uh, I would say that is on yeah. a par with Robbie Williams. I would say that's an insult to Scary Spice's work. Really? I think that Scary Spice, she sort of, she changed what she was doing. You know, it wasn't like, she wasn't she wasn't presenting that as rapping, really. Do you know what I mean? It was sort of a, whereas Robbie Williams, on Rude Box, yeah. that was, he was going, I'm a rapper, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. Whereas I don't think Scary Spice sort of did that. But Robbie Williams has always been so desperate to be loved and to be the... Is legitimate the right word? He wanted to be respected yeah. ever since he... Because I guess he was like, what, a 15 or 16-year-old in a pop band. And by the time they were famous, he realised this is not the cool thing to be. No. I wish I'd been in Oasis. And then he's gone through phases, even like with um, 
like the rap pack style. Yeah. Like he's trying on other stuff, going, "Will this make me happy?" Yeah. But and, I just and so think, I don't think I think it's more about him than anyone outside him. I think Robbie Williams is very charismatic and seems like a nice yeah. bloke. What I would say is, all it takes is one mate to go, "Don't put out Rude Box," because. Yeah. Nobody can have listened to that and thought that was a good idea, can they? Even like the fucking bloke in the studio that's like... Well, he's got his own finessing. studio in his house now. Well, there you and go. The that's a problem. That's why Roadbox <laughs> happened. Do you, do you know him from LA? Because he's, uh, uh, he's got I a football spent, pitch at his yeah. house and Ben's all the media's Ben's go around and play football to, there. You've stayed at his house. Oh, have yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. It was very it was, it was very kind and very very generous, but it was yeah. a very uh, odd experience. Yeah. I think, uh, I think being that famous, and, and I think being young doesn't help it, but I think... I can see you can see it even happening to some people that we know from comedy. To stay sane, you have to not feed your ego. Yeah. Like you have to, you actually have to have kind of sort of low self-esteem. Yeah. And or have a family realism. in place that will bring your self-esteem yeah. down. Yeah. Who'll never think you're special. No. <laughs> yeah. That's her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and and be grateful for that, Romain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, mm. so you sort of rebelled against music. What yes. is your what is your take on hip hop? Oh, like, so, so here's the thing. So in terms okay. of recent times, the last concert I went to see was J Cole. Whoa! Hip hop. There you go. How come? Because my boyfriend. Oh <laughs> fucking yeah, no! No, so so my boyfriend, he when we were really friends for ages, he sent me a J Cole song to listen to that he kept listening to. What was it? Um. Ah, um, got yours. Right. Is got that yours? The, is that the one I mean? What's it about? It's about how stop looking what other people have got. Right. It's like you, 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 um, other people's lives have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Just gonna be by yourself. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less compared to some of my niggas down the block. Man, we were blessed. And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time. But I'd be goddamn if a nigga don't be trying. So tell me, mama, please, why you be drinking all the time? Cause all the pain he brought you still linger in your mind. So I went to see him in, uh, I was in Sydney at Christmas. I went to see J. Cole. So it's relatively small, like maybe one and a half thousand people. Then the concert I saw before was Drake, which right. is O2 and massive. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was like, it wasn't just that it was an amazing, he's an such a talented man but it was almost like a philosophy lecture and you're talking um, about J. Cole now yeah right. J. Cole and <laughs> Drake it's like yeah. a real twist isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say fucking hell Drake's yeah. different live yeah. to a record yeah. isn't it um, yeah it was very very like deep and resonant and you couldn't imagine anyone in there wasn't everything that he talked about it was like watching a really confessional stand up some right. of it but it was like he shows a video of his house being raided yeah. after, and he's got a recording studio in his house um, because he lives in an amazing house and a really rich boulevard and they assumed that there would be drugs all over the place Right. and um, there's this really really funny thing where there's a policeman because he's got CCTV there's a policeman trying to get through a door to find out what's through the door and then he's outside because <laughs> he's like he's found the room like yeah. yes this is where, he, where all the drugs are <laughs> he's just out in the daylight looking this goes out to the garden yeah um, so he played that video yeah well because he's talking about how racism doesn't go away right. and when you become the person with the voice your life is easier when you become yeah. the sp- spokesperson and just how not forgetting or people thinking it's easy for you now you're now mainstream and accepted right. 
and that actually there's all these other sides to it. And basically, he knows one of his neighbours said they're doing drugs in there, right. and he knows that's racial profiling. But he talked about it so eloquently to yeah. a room of mainly white people. Right. And what did the white people do? Yeah, well done. <laughs> it's not us, J. Cole. We're here enjoying ourselves. <laughs> Sorry about the police. <laughs> <laughs> so what white people all do they go yeah. not me though is it yeah. not me. maybe my That's uncle fucking, Trevor God. not me J. Cole can I just <laughs> say I'm sorry yeah. I'm sorry yeah. yeah the thing is that is the creepiest thing it happens with feminism as well yeah. when like the whole point of everything is all of us are just learning <laughs> but when someone thinks they're so woke then go sorry about the others <laughs> you go, I know. you're the creepy one can I just apologise <laughs> yeah. for us yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. I get it. How did you end up seeing Drake? Was that a boyfriend well, Drake, thing as well? I really know. Drake, I love. And Why? Then, and then, I mean, not, I didn't yeah, mean no, it like that. But I, like, was it you? I think it was you when we first had a conversation about doing this podcast. Where you were like, I'm sure it was you. It was like, yeah, girls like Drake. <laughs> girls that sound, like that Drake. That sounds creepy. I, mean, um, yeah. I, I wish you hadn't said it in that voice. Oh. Like, the way, I, I don't yeah. mind girls you Girls like Drake. No, I didn't no, say I didn't. it in that voice. <laughs> I mean, you just went, girls like Drake. Girls like Drake. <laughs> what I just mean is like, he's... My ex, so I've got a cousin who's much younger than me, Crystal. She's loved Drake, I feel like, for a decade. I've seen all of her Facebook statuses are his videos and stuff. And I don't know what happened. I just, I downloaded an album. Oh, it was something to listen to before gigs. It's really mm. great to have. And his song, Energy, I must have heard somewhere and thought, that's what I want in my ears. Yeah, yeah. When I've got, a, I just need to drown something else out and feel confident. For me, he's confidence personified. I got girls in real life trying to fuck up my day. Fuck going online, that ain't part of my day. I got real shit popping with my family too. I got niggas that can never leave Canada too. I got two mortgages, 30 million in total. I got niggas that are still trying fucking me over. I got rap niggas that I gotta act like I like. But my acting days are over. Fuck them niggas for life. Yeah. And, um, and, and, no, and I listened to a podcast about, because he's Canadian. Yeah. There was a Canadian politician or the premier who was talking about Drake as a representative of like what the youth should be right. and I think I was listening to that on a podcast and I thought oh, I'll listen to some of his music and I just find him adorable yeah he is adorable like, apparently Drake was um, <laughs> Drake was like he hooked up with Rihanna yeah. so apparently he, he was with Rihanna and then he said to Rihanna I'm just going to the bathroom quickly and he sent a whatsapp message to one of his mates going I'm in Rihanna's bathroom and I just ate her pussy. Bye. Like, <laughs> so that makes me like him more. I honestly think if you get to if you get to lick Rihanna out and you aren't like I'm, I have to tell someone, like then I'm like your it's life something... is that's you're Robbie Williams now. You're out yeah, of touch. Yeah. There's, so, there's something yeah. um, endearing about that, isn't it? Like, and also, be- but also, yeah, because I can't believe I'm in Rihanna's bedroom. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? that's, like, that's endearing. Licking up, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, yeah. I, I I take your point, but my, this would be my response to that, right? Because yeah. what you're saying is that's quite a crude thing to say. Yeah. But what's happened is Drake is doing that. He's got I've got to tell one of my, one of my mates, right? Yeah. And then he's gone into the bathroom, and then he's gone. Fuck! I can't go, mate. I'm in Rihanna's bed. Like I'm in Rihanna because like, that sounds yeah. a bit. Also, saying, do you know what I mean? So he's tried to. He's also, tried to tough, I, I think saying he's saying I've given her head, I've given I've gone down on her. It's not the same as going, I banged that or oh, interesting. there's no because yeah. no it's a giving act. Yeah, or, or even it's just not an act of subjugation in the language of it. Yeah. So actually what it's doing is going I, I was at her feet kind of thing. Yeah. But if but if you overheard someone say that about you in your bathroom, would you not be... If I, if, if I heard a woman 
Phone her mate and go, you're not going to fucking believe this. I just sucked off Romish. I'd be fucking delighted. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. get a second <laughs> erection immediately. I mean, you, Are you yeah. joking? Yeah, that doesn't surprise yeah. Part, me. Part of you would lose a little bit of respect for them. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the you go, I mean, yeah. I've definitely chosen the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, the viewing figures on Live of the Apollo are very low nowadays. Because <laughs> <laughs> all that actually would happen, and I tell you what, this would actually be real life. If they'd go, I've just gone down on Sarah Pascoe, who's that? <laughs> Have you ever watched this? No, I don't have a television. I just watch stuff online, like box sets. <laughs> like, okay, well, if you ever did, like she's done, Have I Got News For You twice. What's Have I Got News For You? Okay, fuck off then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I still think it's sweet. 
doesn't have any language or experience of it, I couldn't believe the difference in the styles and that they were the same person. Right. And the integrity of him throughout them, I just thought it was so astonishing. Yeah. And then I kept going into rooms going, have you guys all heard of Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, yes, I have. <laughs> Yeah. And everyone was like, yes, where have you been? <laughs> uh, it's a good, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. It's a weird, that How to Pimp a Butterfly is probably his album that's most like what you're describing. Because, yeah. like, his first one wasn't as much like that. And Damn isn't as much like that. And actually, I was having a chat with a couple of friends of mine that are really into it. Into hip-hop, yeah. sorry. And they sort of said that Kendrick lost them with How to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, I, really? I, I, I really like the album, but I do understand the argument is, is exactly mm. what you're talking about. It's so divergent in styles and stuff. And people get nervous because hip-hop fans want hip-hop to be respected mm. and they want it to be treated as an adult art form. And you see it t- like uh, taking the piss out of and like yeah. uh, caricatured so much. And then, and the reason why I mentioned that is because People get annoyed then when somebody like Kendrick Lamar gets revered for an album like How to Pimp a mm. Butterfly because there's what they think is he's being revered because he's moved outside oh, okay. of hip hop. Do you know I what I mean? And so, and actually, Jay Z should yes. be getting that kind of so it's uh, a bit of, like when circuit, circuit comics don't do well at Edinburgh yes. because they're just doing really good jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you go, and yeah. then there's someone who's not very funny. And they're like, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look how brave they are. They're having no, a joke no. for ages. <laughs> it's so good to see a community who's not trapped by the need to, yeah. to, to get laughs It was from more the like a play. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, so it's the same, isn't it? When yeah, you go, basically, that's, that's the, a very that's good the analogy, best yeah. thing about it. And, and also, that's really hard to do well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, okay, that's but, interesting. But have you listened to any of Kendrick's other stuff? No. Right, so that's what I should do. Well, I yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see mm. what your take is, is on Cardi Dan. B hip hop. Yes. Okay, I'm, let's. Yeah. I am, I am very excited to hear what you think about Cardi well, B. I'm in love with her. Right. I'm in love with her as a woman, as a comedian, as a spokesperson. I might just chill on some babe. I might just chill with your boo. I might just spill on your babe. My pussy feel like a lake. He wanna swim with his face. I'm like, okay. okay. I let him get what he want. He buy me East and Laurent in the new whip. When I go fast as a horse, I got the trunk in the front. I'm the hottest. It's not a parody. You realise that, don't you? Yeah, I do know that. But that's but why I call see, her. But you're credit- credit- there is, there's, there's something oh, fuck, about. Man, I think I'm drunk. Yeah, I've, <laughs> there's something about women who don't adulterate themselves you would not get this because you will have experienced more men being able to talk openly yeah so cardi b it's it's not like oh that person represents everything i stand for that person's saying that it's like how amazing that there is a platform where you can just do this and be yourself and um i think she's hysterical as yeah. in, i think her attitude to things is hysterical. like the sort of don't give a fuck or giving a fuck about some things but on other moves. Yeah. There's there's long YouTube videos of her on panel shows or arguing back to someone in the audience and she's just so funny. She's yeah. so quick. And um, Catherine, because Catherine's who got me into her, Catherine uh, Ryan and Felicity Ward both said, like, listen to these songs. And again, for that thing, like, before a gig, it's great to listen to. Like, mm. this person talking about being a stripper and her attitude to money mm. is quite good before you go and pull 40 people can I, can I, what, <laughs> begging them to like you. What is, uh, what is your take on that brand of feminism? Like, do you... I think the really important thing about it as a movement is that it's an entire spectrum which is not cohesive and will never agree. Mm. And the important that the space for all women within that is the most integral thing. So the fact is, you can't you can't say I'm this kind of person, which means I don't support the rights of sex workers, 
or people who are very capitalist yeah. or people who are making money out of what they call it erotic capital being beautiful in any genre like there's a thing recently with them the girls who got sacked from the race course which wasn't feminism like what you want is a society where men and women and people who are non-binary can make money out of being beautiful not that you just lose women's jobs uh, is that your take on like the F1 girls and yes, all that yeah right. oh that's what I mean I think um, there's such a difference between there was something else on the president's club at the same time which was women who were getting turning up for a promo job and being harassed yeah. it's completely different from women who go this is my job yeah, I yeah. wear tight shorts and wave like I, that's completely entirely different things yeah. And, that's, and I think Cardi B, has, when she talks about plastic surgery and why she felt certain pressures to do things because she was a stripper, that's a genuine... That's not a feminist talking about something she hasn't experienced. And it's not a mother going, I'm worried about my children being influenced. That's someone going, this is how I felt. This is why I made that decision. I might be different then. Yeah. I might be different when I'm older. That's a... I think it's really exciting. Yeah. I think it's exciting that the internet means that young people now can... They're not just getting school, their peers, their parents... Like, they can hear so many other opinions. I get all of that, but mm-hmm. what you're saying about Cardi B. Do you actually like her music? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. They all sound the same to me. Yeah. But... Um, but I, I think get... they all sound the same to everyone. Yeah. I, again, I, I say, this is I would say. So, uh, I did a gig with Catherine the other day. I supported her on one of her shows. And while we did it, she she tours with Live Nation, who... Yeah. Um, we're going to wireless, because it's right near my house. And... Um, She's got us VIP tickets to Cardi B. Oh my <laughs> Catherine God. just said, and this is like, well, you know, like I said it before, like you know, like she's she's Kanye. <laughs> of everyone I know, Catherine Ryan is Kanye. <laughs> she just um, she just texted Live Nation like, hey, come, is there any? She says, I really want to go, but I don't want to be near any knives. <laughs> and they just wrote back, oh yeah, we can get you all these gold VIP circle tickets to see Cardi B. But we're Holy. listening to Cardi B at the time. And they all sound the same to me, and Catherine knows every single word. Yeah. And it's brilliant. But it reminds me of being 13. Yeah, yeah. It, remi- it reminds me of that, which was Spice Girls, actually. That, the song, Ziga 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 I'm pissed. Yeah. Ziga Ziga came out yeah. when I was 14 years old. And, yeah, the wannabe one. Girls listened to it in bedrooms, and you feel like you're getting high. Just off something that you don't understand. I don't think I've experienced that. I've experienced what from Cardi B. No, I don't think it's music. for you though. I think no, that's the but point I mean any it. music. I mean, uh, like getting half oh really? I don't you haven't had a thing of like I've just had to keep playing it and playing it. I have some, had that. Something's happening to me. I don't know. But like, when you were young, even something like Michael Jackson, just something like oh that is just summing something up. Well, I yeah. used to cry a lot when I listened to Ben. You know, yeah. Actually, you know Michael. About you know the, the song, yeah. song, yeah. About the rap. Did you cry? Dude, it is a really song sad is so song. Sad. It's a really sad song. But you know it's about a rat, so it kind of takes it away, doesn't it? That's why it's true love. Okay. What? It crosses <laughs> all boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought that for I was like, what? Yeah, you were like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it is true love. <laughs> the other day, there's a fun there's a really funny song. I feel like the man's name's Little Dicky. Yeah. Yes. With yeah. Chris Brown. Freaky yes, Friday. Yeah, Freaky Friday. How Friday's good right. is that? I I, so I didn't know. This is how backwards and I don't know about anything. I was like, who's this guy, this amazing dancer? <laughs> who's, this, who's this kid? How'd you move your... What? What is that? Like, <laughs> I'm going like, to say, on that yeah. track, I think Chris Brown's... I'm sure it was all written mm. by Little Dicky, yeah. but I don't actually think Little Dicky's verses are that funny. Yeah, the Chris, Chris Brown's, Brown's is much really funnier. Funny. I mean, Kendall Jenner's thing's not uh, great. I I d- of... Do you know what? Okay, so this is... I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah. Because... 
it's like massive. Like everyone's yes. been sending yeah. it to me, going, "Oh, you're gonna fuck." Because Little yeah. Dicky's wicked. Have you heard mm. any other no, Little so Dicky stuff? Heard of him I at think it's all. one of his weakest verses. But so yes. Little Dicky, yeah. there's this great song, professional rapper with okay. him and Snoop, yeah. and it's like a scenario where Snoop uh, agrees to sign him to his record label, and this whole song is his job interview, okay. and it's fucking wicked. Yeah. There's the other song about is it my ex, the ex boyfriend one, yeah. about. Um, how this girl's like, that, that's the one that launched it it went okay. viral and like it was a while so ago so is he and his would you say his legitimate or is it so yeah. well actually it's he he's he's a he's trying he's saying that he loves hip hop yeah but he's got a sense of humour yes. and he didn't come from this rough yeah. background yeah. and he's sort of this Jewish nerd yes. guy and he wants that to be his genre yeah. so that he sort of talks about that that yes, Snoop song yeah. but he the, what's interesting about Little Dick is He's got his ideas are fucking amazing. like that yeah. that idea that yes. the concept for that yeah. song is yeah. wicked. The, the 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 is it Kendall Jenner? Yeah. Yes. Like that is obviously what she does in that track is obviously I can't believe we've got her to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then they've not thought about what they're going to get yeah. her to do. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's that's such a textbook thing with that. Yeah. yeah. But I agree with you about it's a weird one because I was just that song I was thinking Chris Brown is hilarious on it. Yes. But I think that's partly because you don't expect Chris Brown to do something like that yeah. and also sung. But I think also when someone's an incredible performer what you realise is oh you can do anything. Yeah. Like yeah. you could do any of our jobs. Yeah, like, yeah that is true. Like, you're yeah. watching him like his facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it. So I then went down a YouTube hole watching his dancing because I've only ever obviously heard his name in connection to Rihanna, Rihanna never yeah. knowing mm. Did you watch Run It? He's amazing in Run It. He's done, that's one of the best ones. Oh, really? Run, Run It? No. Yeah, that's his first song, wasn't it? That's the big one. No, his first song was... Yeah, yeah, run yeah, it, times it, three. Run it, never seen him, Run It, Run It. That's him, isn't it? Um, and a man on the floor. Oh, oh yes, that is it. <laughs> For a very short second, forgot this was here. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh. glorious. <laughs> you killed Robert. Okay. You set him up. <laughs> that was uh, amazing. Okay. Anyway, that one. Oh, that was delightful. Thank you so oh. much. Yeah. But I don't think that was his first single. His first single was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah times three, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know your name, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Anyway, but Run It's one thing actually. Okay. I won't do it again, but that's yes. the one. Thing. Yeah. If you like, if you like yes. dance moves, Sarah, I do really that's like one dancing. I would check out. I just, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> I still can't Isn't believe it? how much you committed. <laughs> I was annoyed that you didn't know what I was talking about. All right, move on. To sort of commit to it mm. angrily. <laughs> right. Oh, that was so good. Thanks, man. So, but little Dicky's not good on that. Well, he's not bad, but it's not as yeah, funny. But, as... Okay, this is my thing about that. Little Dicky's got a bit of a difficult situation there because Chris Brown is Little Dicky on that track. Mm-hmm. And Little yeah. Dicky's Chris Brown. So Chris Brown is inside Little Dicky in that yeah, song. Hold on, are you going to say that he's purposely not being as good because he's Chris Brown? That's exactly what I'm That's saying. That's ridiculous. I don't think it is ridiculous. So he's going to commit to half the track not being as good? Correct. You're an idiot. That's not true. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's just not true. Why? He's committed he... to the fucking piece, mate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Chris <laughs> I, Brown can't spit bars. It's not like he didn't try and be funny. What? He did try and make jokes in yeah, it. Yeah, but he, the flow was like off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. All right, listen. If Little Dicky's listening, yeah. I'd be. I'd love to get your take on this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy to have the chat as well. Right, fine. Yeah, good. And Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> ben really up. wants to do a cover of one of your tracks. <laughs> 
Okay, so we uh, we talked a little bit about uh, you wanted to talk about cultural appropriation. Yep. Cultural appropriation. No, let him try it. Cultural. <laughs> <laughs> cultural appropriation. Yeah. So, um, so the song Gold Digger. This is one that happened most recently. Mm-hmm. And then. What do you mean happened most recently? So. An example of white people singing the N word, oh, okay, and, and I'm sure it has happened since then. And actually, it's quite. That's actually tackled on Freaky Friday, isn't it? When Chris yeah, Brown sort of I goes, can, "I can say it, can't yeah. I?" Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Um, and having been to yeah, so at J Cole and at Drake, you there were bits where the audience get quieter singing along, like and uh, but so it was Piers Morgan. There was all these girls singing Gold Digger. Yeah. And and that, that's a really old song. Isn't it? I mean, that's like 2007, 2008 kind yes, of. Yeah. Like, and it's so, so for them, it's like singing Disco Inferno or something. Like, they, they, it was before they were born or they were very young, but they were singing every single word, including the N word. And Piers Morgan said something on TV about how it shouldn't be allowed. And it's really strange when it's in a song lyric, mm. if that's the rule. Yeah. I mean, this is the, this is the trouble with certain things in general. Mm. Is that. I mean, it's like a similar thing would be to be discussing like rape jokes. Because mm. even discussing rape jokes, the people sometimes that you're upsetting with rape jokes are also upset, but you're then saying, should we be doing rape jokes? Yeah, you've, yeah. Already, you've said the word rape, you're yeah. being flippant about something, like, and this whole thing, and, like, existing in the world sensitively, but also thinking they had nothing but love in their hearts and they were singing along to a song. Yeah. There, are, there are real genuine horrors in the world that we could be putting our energy towards improving. Yeah, yeah. But then sometimes the discussion around it is so interesting. You go, oh, I see, we're here now, are we? Rather yeah. than where we were 10 years ago. Yeah, I guess like uh, the counter argument to that would be mm. like, it's so highly charged in the, that word mm. in a way that others just aren't. No. That the... the that part of the reason that you know rappers are using it is to sort of reclaiming it, yeah. And you just are not, you know, if you're not black, yeah. you're just not allowed. That's the, you know, I yeah. mean, I've sort of explained the situation again, but do you know yes. what I mean? It's yeah, sort yeah. of like, it's sort of like that's the concession yes. that you just have to make. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, I know, absolutely. I'm, I've never felt, obviously, in my life, I've never felt like, oh, but I should be allowed to say that word, or yeah. in this instance it would be understood or that's the effect I'm trying to have with it yeah. I'm much further on the other side like I never want to upset anyone with l- language when you can still say what you mean without that word yes yeah. I, f- I find it interesting with comedians who do want to use it and I mean white comedians who decide to use it like there's the amazing like the technically amazing Louis CK routine yes about the n-word n-word and faggot yes and cunt yes yeah so it's the three things and it's really interesting in terms of all three angles and I find it very funny but it's not a routine I would ever sit down and try and write like yeah. I want to prove why I can use this word or here's what I think when I use it oh man hip hop gripes Okay, we're almost there. We're actually, believe it or not, we're almost there. We've finished my TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you one thing. Well, two things before we wrap up. So, um, just on what you just said. Yeah. So, I was just having this discussion um, about hip-hop versus film versus stand-up. Oh, yeah. And in terms of, like, um, one of the things about hip-hop is, and um, something that everyone, that, not everyone, but whenever we ask somebody what their problem with hip-hop is, mm. if they've got a problem, oh, yeah. they always say the misogyny of it. Yeah. Or the misogyny of some of it. Yes. It's not, obviously, it's not yeah. all. Yeah. And the counter argument to that is, is entertainment. You just have to. Well, it's interesting because pornography, which I'd say is the most equivalent. Yeah. I'm researching porn for my book, and I didn't know that much about porn before I started. And there are so many areas in society we can't say certain things 
porn is not doing that. Yeah. All of the search terms to do with race and to do with actually to do with trans is exactly the same. They're words that are not just like offensive, they are so derogatory and insulting. Um, I've been so shocked by things going, so what, because someone's about to masturbate, then suddenly that's the language yeah, that yeah. is used. Because it's, it's entirely objectification, there's no humanity there. Um, I've found stuff with hip-hop, the, my little experience, I've found things very cartoony. Yeah. And also I'm not a parent. And I think being a parent makes you go into hyperdrive because you think things are going to affect people more than they do. Yeah. Like, the world is full of hundreds of influences. There's never really been... People who are going to murder people sometimes play aggressive computer games before they murder people, mm-hmm. but there's no proof that playing certain causal, kinds of... Yeah. No, they can't, they can't. And any, any experiment that looks like it's found a cause is then discredited to show that it's not strong enough of a causal link. Really awful things have happened before we had all of this media and we had all of this technology. And I think the point of art and expression, like Hieronymus Bosch, when he was doing his paintings of hell full of bummings, and everyone's like, oh, God, it's disgusting, you can't say it, we'll be bumming each other. Like, the world continues. There is bumming, though, isn't there? It is. It has, it has taken... You're right. <laughs> Ban Hieronymus Bosch <laughs> gave everyone terrible ideas. Um, um, and, and, so I, and so I'm really wary to ever say censorship is the answer. Yeah. People seek out something. You know what we talk about music, that thing where you get a buzz on? Because it's reflected your worldview all, all of a sudden. Yeah. And I think it's much more that than shaping it. I think the anger that's inside lots of forms of expression is to do with subjugation by not having your say by feeling other people are standing in your way whether that's authority figures or the police or um i guess this whole like stereotype of like i guess and actually is yeah rap um either women who are users who like need money but then for that i think what's so fascinating is when you have an equal society women aren't reliant on men for anything and and um and the other side of like the idea of like women like stimming men like nagging and stopping and that whole thing and um I guess the experience of a young man, especially if he's not privileged, that's why he'll be seeking out that music, that's why that music is being made. It's a story about life that's happening. It's not... I think it's problematic if it's Eton schoolboys writing it. Right, got you. So so your background does... It does matter in that regard. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's too it's easy. Representing yeah. what's actually going on, yeah. not what it should yes. be. And I think it's very dangerous to say you can't say that because mm. I think the first thing you say is why are you saying that? Yeah, yeah. Why are you saying that? Oh God, because of that reason. Yeah, yeah. And that's your worldview. And also that's what I think about horrific things. Usually, is I think we need to follow down where that came from because that's the problem, not the words. There's a ludicrous song which goes move. It's like what is it? Move, move bitch, bitch, get, get out, out the way, get out the way. Yeah. Just wondering where that fits into that. I don't know the song. No, sing it, like sing it for me. But. Basically, basically, I'll explain yeah, to you. There okay. is a bitch that is in his way. Yeah, yeah, and, he and, he can, and it's off. literally just on repeat. And also, just move the bitch, one. get out the way. Yeah, just get out the way, get out yeah. the way. Oh, bitch, get out the way, get out the way, bitch, get out the way. Oh, feels like there's no real. You can't. Like, you're, I think you're yeah. being very kind. Is, I, I guess yeah. why I bring that up because I think that like you can't really argue that well, Ludacris has experienced a lot of bitches in his way. Yeah, he's had to move. Yeah, it's just a song that he thinks. But, but that bitch. Find but that, okay, so this is what I was gonna say. If I was going to compare it to, I've started at the bottom, now I'm here. Which yeah. is another song which is repeated over and over again. Yeah. It means whatever you want it to mean when you listen to that song. So, bitch, get out of the way. 
is about a moment of frustration about something. Which and I'm he's not sure necessarily talking about a woman. No, yeah, because I think when you say bitch, get out of the way, like, yeah. that could be me, like, oh, someone has got a job I wanted. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so many reasons. Yeah. It could be, I, my first thing when you said it was like, oh, yeah, like in Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Sainsbury's, and yeah. someone's got a trolley yeah. and she's old. Like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's what, I think yeah. he, that's why he wrote that song. Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. I don't know if it's Sainsbury's, but it was a soup, soup like a Whole Foods or something. White trays. Plug one, plug two. Guest plugs for you. So we're out of time. Jamali's waiting to come yeah, in, so no, we've got he's, to. He's um, thank you thank so you. much. You've been a brilliant. You've been a brilliant guest. Well, I love love talking to you, and also I will keep listening to music. So okay. send me stuff. I will send you stuff. What album should I listen to now? I'm going to literally walk out of here and download an album. Oh shit. Um, I. Pardon? Ocean Wisdom? Yes. <gasps> Good shout. Ocean okay. Wisdom. You show it. I'm going to go and do that and then I'll, right. I'll tweet you both and let you know I get All on. Right. Do you cool. want me to sing you anything and bring <laughs> your phone or anything? Uh, <laughs> Thank you. That was amazing. Yeah. Sarah, is there anything you want to plug? We get a lot of listeners. Do you? No. Um, well, I'm, your listeners might not like my. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going on tour in September. Yeah. What's the tour called? Lads, lads, lads. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so when's that start? September. Tickets at theinternet.com sweet um, Sarah Pasco thank you so much thank for coming you. on thanks for the baby thank you, thank you. bye bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.